Welcome to the podcast. I am photographer Sid Caesar. And I'm designer Dave Say. And welcome on this glorious Wednesday, February 14th. Wasn't it Wednesday in the last podcast? Shh, we have gone back in time. It's like we're re-looping the same day yes. over and over again. Because every Wednesday is Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> And so who is your Valentine for Valentine's Day? My wife is my Valentine. Oh, and my kitties. Oh, and Elliot Stabler. Go to the Elliot Stabler cab. There he is. is. Guilty of being my Valentine. Elliot Stabler from Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Dong, dong. I love that. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. I might just... Ha- I've got to hang it up in my studio now. I'm going to bring no, that home. No, no. Hang it up in the studio. <clears throat> I found this awesome poster from Next Gen Magazine that I had saved, that I forgot I had oh, saved, right, and I just yeah. found it recently. It was actually sandwiched between two records, um, and it was a... They had made a poster up until... This came out in 98, so this was a poster up until then of game systems by by decade uh-huh. and so it had 60s 70s or no it had 70s 80s and 90s and it, had, it, was, it was really kind of cool i was like oh so i was very happy to find that so i can hang that up mm-hmm. and stuff and uh amid all my geeky things <clears throat> being of games what have you been playing lately um so i was i got hooked on PUBG, player unknowns battleground which for the <laughs> xbox one which is this terribly terribly like it's not final at all it's a beta version so it's really yep. rough um but it's this i just i got I, so i i had i did when you win so it's 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 a battle royale style game so you're in a plane with 99 other players you can drop anywhere on this map and then you basically have to kill everybody and become the the last person remain last person standing uh-huh. so i've won twice so far on my own and it's funny because it's every Saturday, it's consecutive Saturday mornings when Sarah's still asleep. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get, and usually what it boils down to is hiding in a shrub. That's it. Mm. That's what that game boils down to is hiding in shrubs and then letting everybody else kill each other. Right. And then you killing the very last, the yeah. second to last person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought, did we talk about this in the other podcast? We did. Yeah. 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 So, and then I, so, so then I, playing it. I, yeah. So then I, I did a squad, which they have teams of four yeah. and I wanted my first squad based thing too, which is actually oh, okay. kind of cool. And that works because you've got all oh, got headsets and you're all talking to each other and you're like, Oh, <clears> you have this <throat> gun. Do you need ammo? And stuff like that. Um, and then I got back into the division. Oh yeah, which I've been playing the last week or so. Why um, they they released a bunch of upgrades and yeah. updates and stuff, huh. but I think the problem is is there's still people playing it, but some of the newer missions and stuff. Um, it seems like most people have abandoned the game at this point. Yeah. So like when you go to matchmaking to to do the newer stuff, it's mm. like there's really no one. It takes a long time to find a couple, and then usually yeah, it's, yeah. it isn't four other people. It's usually you and like there's usually just three instead of four guys. Right, so usually right. you have a hard time. Oh, um, like this is one of the, the, the tough end game challenge. Yeah, they yeah. they made a whole bunch of new little things. So that's kind of cool. Mm. Um, and then the other thing I got excited for, and I haven't I haven't actually opened it up. Yet. Well, I opened it up. I haven't played it. Was the Shadow of the Colossus remake that just came yeah, out? I was reading reviews about that and they say it's really good they, it they looks they recoded the game yeah yeah and they it, i haven't so i got the i had somebody order the special edition for me and then uh. i picked it up at best buy um i do a lot my game most of my games i get through trades and stuff like that yeah, like yeah. i have a lot of old stuff right um so basically i'm like okay take these two and just you know basically buy that game for me and i'll pick it up so yeah. i have it and it comes in this wonderful little special edition it comes in a steelbook case and it's just so beautiful uh-huh. but i and i got it's loaded i just haven't i've been playing the division so i haven't sat down to, mm. to play this but yeah i've been watching the videos and they're just like this is like this is the way you remake a game like they just yeah, yeah. you know but yeah, it looks got so me beautiful. curious about it 
<clears throat> it's such a beautiful game. I just, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm wondering if I'm going to have to get a console because... Um, just do it. Yeah, because like Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out. I want to play that. You have to play Horizon. you got to play Zero it's Dawn. All, yeah, it's all it's so good. Well, you know, I don't really have the time sure to do it. No, sure you no. do. Yeah, PC, you do. PC, you do. PC, well, yeah, you do. But yeah, I can't play any of those games on PC. Just get an old... Just get like... Because everybody's moved on to the PS4 Pro or well, whatever. Just get an old PS4. Like, I'm playing everything on a basic that's PS4, a point, and yeah. it looks awesome. It would be cheaper than buying a new graphics card. It's so good. And I've got all kinds of games, so you, you can borrow t- all kinds of games, too. That's true. What? I don't know. We'll all think about it. And then we can play together. Oh, there you go. I still think you, about that. I found when one of our little Facebook memories thing came up, and it was the, yeah. the one time we played Red Dead Redemption. No, <laughs> I don't and somehow, like, my character had got a knife in its eye, and we yeah. were running around on stagecoach. And I was like, look at that. Pork Chop Chang. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Awesome. So, yeah, coincidentally, I started playing The Division again also. You did? Yeah, a few days ago, someone in the chat room was saying uh, that they were... I noticed that they were playing The Division. I said, I haven't thought about playing Division in a while. So... Mm-hmm. So I was asking them about it. They said, oh, they just got started. They were, and they've been playing for a couple of months. So they was, he was trying to catch up with the levels of his buddies in yep. there. So I, was, I went back to the end to see what it was like because um, enough time had passed. I had stopped playing it right after they made one major patch and they redid all the gear. Okay. And so I said, oh, I don't want to go back and redo all my gear. Right. So, so I just like, you know, stopped playing it. But I, I found a, a level six character I had. So I've just been kind of going through it again. Yep. And it's been kind of a relaxing, it's a, it's a relaxing experience. You go through devastated <laughs> New York and uh, you shoot criminals and collect things from boxes and upgrade your weapons. It's this mindless grind. Right. Um, and I do like the, the from cover combat system. And yep. so it, it's, it's, it's almost like a turn-based thing yeah. in, in the way it plays compared yeah. to some of the other things. The other game I've been playing only um, solo in the player versus environment is Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. And uh, I've been just trying some different tactics in the versus bots mode. Yeah. Because <clears throat> before I used to kind of like lurk and just sort of like go for like, you know, the individual headshots. Yeah. Uh, but I was noticing when I was watching the uh, Six Invitational and, the, and some of these other the esports um, top players playing, <laughs> they really go full auto and they just really lean on a target. But they have such good vehicle control, huh. like nothing. So, so as I was practicing that, and the interesting thing was when I went back to play the division, like all that, all those reflexes, like yeah. were really because I, well, I'm really mowing through people now. What's going on? <laughs> it's like I, had, I developed like this uh, uh. this control I didn't have before. So it was it was kind of interesting. I like that. I like I like post-apocalyptic environments so and i like the fact that like running through this game now it, it kind of feels like okay this is what happens when like nobody gets a flu shot you know <laughs> yeah. like this is 2018 yeah. didn't get a flu this is the, right, the right. worst possible outcome I, I feel vaguely guilty playing the game because there's someone in the chat room who is actually a search and rescue hostage negotiator oh really <laughs> and, and and she talks about like you know you know, so, <laughs> so i'm looking i'm looking through this new york virus written place and i'm thinking like this is this is what susan does for a living how would she handle someone like joe farrow <laughs> yeah and so she would probably talk them down or something like that <laughs> you know but so i'm thinking like oh i'm pretending i'm a hero going through and i'm just basically just shooting people and then taking taking their guns right. and that's it and the new i do like i i don't know if it was this was in the older version or if this is just new to the update but the like the rogue the rogue um agent thing. a army the rogue army that you go up against like they've oh, teamed, they've teamed, right, right, yeah right. they've teamed up with like the criminals that were in the prison that broke out. Uh-huh. And so they're like, there's squads of them now and stuff. And they're I like mixed squads. Yeah. Like of, uh, LMBs. And the yeah, that's what it is. Guys. LMB. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, 
And I like going against them because they're they're a little more educated with the technology and stuff. So like you set out those secret minds and they're like secret minds or they have their own secret minds and they send oh, them off on yeah. you. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's it's, it's kind of cool. I like yeah. I so I like all of that stuff. I I don't I get lost. I'm sort of like extreme role playing light. Like I've never got into those heavy tactical RPGs where you've got to equip everything. Yeah. So this feels like a good bridge for me, but I, I still like I, one of the new things they've done is loadouts where you can have all different types of yeah, outfits. Yeah, and stuff. That's I don't understand how any of that, what like all I know is it took me, it took me a really long time to get to the point where I have all the, all the equipment so that I can have a ballistic shield yeah. and a submachine gun at the same time. And so that's where I've been staying. Right, right. Cause that's awesome where you just pull yep. this out and you're just like yep. slowly walking towards somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's, I, I think it's nice. I used to like have two loadouts I use or, well, uh, two swaps. So, and it was a pain in the ass to go between because I yeah. like that ballistic shield build, the defense. Yeah, DNF three C or whatever. Yeah, and then there was another one that I liked that um, was like the healing one or something. Oh, like okay, that, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. I, I can't remember even what it was. There's one I'm trying to build up, and it like you have this little sentry gun that shoots out a flamethrower, and right, it, make, yeah. it, it like doubles the the range, the range of, the, of it. Yeah. So I think I have like gloves or something I need to try to find. Yeah, yeah. So like, and if so when I wanted to switch between them, because like the the it was when I was grouped up with my cousins, it was nice to be in the uh, you know, the 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 shield the yep. defense one and just kind of because they're the kind of players who are like you know, not particularly um, tactical. Yeah, they just rush them. <laughs> yeah, and so like I'm just kind of there just to stay alive so I can heal. Them. That's kind of how Kills, kills. Uh, yeah. so, so Brian, like he's the aggressive yeah. one. So he'll go out, he'll get all these kills and stuff like this. But then he'll go a little bit too far, and then like you know, three people, three somebody uh, takes three him down. will jump him. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so like, all right, I'm, I'm coming up. I'm yep, coming up. Right. So, so it's funny how they, they everyone has their has their own style. I yeah. always in, in, I tend to fall into like the support role because mm-hmm. I'm just not that aggressive about right. things. Um, it's either that or snipers. <laughs> Yeah, I just I just equipped. I've never used like a long range rifle before, and I just mm. got one that I equipped. And I've been trying to take headshots. It's so slow though. And it's like you take one guy down, and then they all start rushing you. And it's like, hold on a second, I got to switch back to my automatic weapon, and then you get lost in menus and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So what, what's what is your? Uh... I usually have a. It's like an M sixteen. And then I have the little submachine gun. It's this little tiny. It looks like a pistol, but it's it's like a little submachine gun that uh-huh. I use just for my sh- my shielding. Right, thing. right, right. And that's the only yeah, yeah. basically that's the only two. And the M sixteen, I've got like a little bit of a scope on it, so it's got a little range to okay, it. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But it is. There's something like there's something hypnotic of just like standing there, just unloading into these dudes, and all these numbers are just popping out of them because it's all <laughs> numbers based. Yeah, like the, the it's big like a role playing like, hit points. It's awesome. Right, yeah, yeah. But the environment itself, like that's what I like the most. Is I I love the fact that it's like New York City, but it's just completely trashed. Yeah. I, 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 one thing I was finding nice about it in the relaxing sense was they're just kind of wandering around New York City and looking at things. Yeah. Like the environment is really they did a nice kind of job. fun to look at. And you can go inside some of the buildings and you can go in the houses and find like costume upgrades and stuff. Yep, yep. And I like the random people that are like in the windows that lean out the windows yeah, and they're the like, you're thing. doing a good job. Or yeah. this other guy's like, what the hell yeah. are you doing? You know? In, in, Rain- in Rainbow Six, in March, there's uh, a new game, a new game mode coming out that is uh, some sort of plague a zombie uh, mode or something oh. like that. So the operators that you have in it, a few of them you can go with, and you actually going to do this, this almost like this single player mission thing, yeah. which was completely lacking when they originally released the game. So I'm kind of excited to see how, how huh. that comes out. Yeah. So um, this game, uh, the division. While you were saying that, if they had a zombie mode, that would be amazing. Isn't like, there one? In the division, I don't know. Like it was like a DLC or something like that. 
No, I haven't seen that. If, if there was, I would have downloaded it by now. Oh. But just, just the way like you run across random groups and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like if they could do that with just like zombies or make it a little more populated. Like you right. turn around a corner and there's a bunch of them coming down the alleyway yeah. or something like that. Okay. I think I might have a stroke because that would be amazing. I thought maybe I was thinking there was, there was some horde mode they added to it. Or they did a, um, there is a horde style mode, but it's just, it's just. You win, like it's the FNV, yeah. whatever. It's waves of the other armies and oh, stuff okay. like that. Okay, so it's not actual zombies. Yeah, if they, like if they had like lumber, oh my god, that would be yeah. intense. And you could like get up in buildings and like protect yourself. Oh my god. Yeah. The what other game I'm looking forward to is um, is the um, Far Cry Five. I just saw a video yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that the town is overtaken by rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Montana, and like it, it's like a, it's some sort of uh, religious cult or something. And they take over town, and then like there's other other yeah. towns who are resisting, and you can send out your dog to to bite people, and then they'll take their their guns and bring them back to you. That looks stuff. pretty amazing. So it looks like a, a nice step up in terms of like open environments and stuff. I never really I played two. I think I tried to play two on the 360. Yeah, I just couldn't get and into I never, it. I, just, I never got to it felt any too awkward. I never got into any of the other Far Cry's. No. They didn't really feel like you were grounded in the world. Yeah. They, they felt kind of like a, a Doom type. Yeah. yeah. How Doom always kind of felt disjointed. Yep. And I think it's only really now, I think, that these kind of first-person games are starting to feel like you're really, yeah. really um, like you're in them yep. you know, more. Yeah. What's the last one game I played? Well, Rainbow Six Siege is a good example. Like They have all these extra animations of you interacting with things. Yeah. But this game seems to have uh, even more of that stuff. But we'll see. Huh. Plus, it seems to be there's a lot of color. There's a lot of storytelling visually that's happening in it, too. And varied uh, environments. And unlike the New York City one, it'll be like, you know, trees and small towns right. and, and things like that. So that might be fun to see. Yeah. Um, this comes out in March, I think. But uh, oh, that's, I don't know. It's coming up. Coming up pretty soon. Yeah, there hasn't been too much. I'm lo- really, lo- I'm really excited for Red Dead Redemption Two, which I think they just bumped to uh, October. Oh, yeah. of 2018. Mm. And I, I, the last couple of times I was playing that Horizon Zero Dawn game because that's yeah. that's a beautiful game. There's yeah. so many beautiful environments. I'm like, man, if if this is anything like what Red Dead's going to be, like, yeah. I'm going to get completely lost. Like that game is just going to destroy my life. Yeah. Then there's that um, that Monster Hunter game. Have you heard of anything about that? Yes. So <laughs> everybody in the world's been playing this game. I I've never played a Monster Hunter game, um, but there's this new this new one. And the thing that is totally just transfixed me is the fact that you have these little cat characters that are oh, with right. you. Yeah. <gasps> I saw those videos. Oh my god! And they're they're little cats, and you can totally. And I guess one of the things I was talking with our friend Sean about this. Mm. Well, first of all, the the game itself, like it's got this unlimited. It's just this ridiculous amount of customization you can do to your character, like yeah. how you make it look and oh, its really? eyes and the spacing and all this stuff. Great. But you can do the same thing for this little, and it's this little cat <laughs> that follows you around and I guess like holds on to your a lot of your weapons and stuff like that. Really? And they're yes, and they're absolutely adorable. And there's just they're little cats and they make meows. And there's this whole subset of people now that are are making YouTube videos of the the little TV Monster Hunter cat yep. meowing and watching people's real cats yep. react to the yep. little cat. Yep. Mm-hmm. But one of Sarah's coworkers, I saw her a couple of weeks ago right after the game came out, and she was just like, did you get Monster Hunter? And I was like, no, but... And she was like, cats? And I'm like, yeah, cat, what's with the cats? And she was telling us all this stuff about the cats, and she's like, I made the cat look like my cat at home, and it looks just like my cat, only it's... <laughs> So I am complete... Like, if they made a game with nothing but little cats running around, like, yep. sold. So I, I want it basically because of the cats <laughs> but i don't know anything i like i don't know anything about it. it it it's i guess you go around and you kill animals i like the idea that you can like 
send a flare into the air and yeah. other other people that are playing online can come and help you out that that's a cool yeah, concept yeah. but from what i know about it it's it's a it's a skill-based game a lot of games these days especially american american design ones are based on skill progression mm-hmm. you know like the division of like yeah, loot all, shooters grinds and stuff yeah, like yeah. this whereas like this game you're figuring you're learning how to take down different kinds of monsters and you're acquiring from the monster you kill you acquire pieces that you need to upgrade your weapon so you're strong enough to take on the next one. <laughs> so apparently that's what the monster hunting games have been like. And like, there's some, some pretty incredible... Um, somebody at your door. Yeah, let me go get that for a second. <laughs> I, think there's, I think I have some mail or some shipping packages no. have come in. Yep, it looks like packages. Amazon bringing his goodies. But anyway, so, that's, so Monster Hunter is supposed to be really cool like in that way. Oh, look at all those things. Oh, Adorama. I like seeing Adorama boxes. So, yep, I got two boxes here. Waving at the UPS guy. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> okay. You want an unboxing day, too. Yeah, we can do an unboxing. Yeah, what is this? What are you wearing? I don't know. I shouldn't be buying stuff. Yeah, what are you buying from Adorama? You're buying more video equipment? This is actually, it is related to uh, podcasting, <laughs> streaming stuff. Like, I was telling you that. Uh, like, like uh, maybe people don't know, but uh, I'm using a different webcam right now because I got tired of all this glare stuff, and I got tired of not being able to control the camera um, exposure. <laughs> and uh, it's possible to plug in like my DSLR video into it, but I have to use this device called a Blackmagic Mini Recorder. Oh, and the, black the black, magic. Oh. Yeah, Blackmagic sucks. They make, shit, they make terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible. As far as I can tell, their drivers are either really finicky and they tell you it's your fault for not using uh, broadcast compliant equipment or they're just bad drivers huh. i'm starting to think it's just bad drivers so i ordered this device which i saw mentioned on another website this is the one this Ooh. is uh, a similar device this is called a uh, utap uh oh. it's from aja systems what it allows you, to, what it does is it converts uh, any HDMI source into a webcam. So, oh, wow. um, so theoretically, this little $325 box Yikes. will uh, do that. Look at that. So, th- this is, so you, are you going to use your DSLR for. Yeah, or I could maybe use like a, another like a camcorder that they have that has oh, a right, right, HDMI right, 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 right. And so, with oh, those, I'll have. Nice. So, like, we'll see if this works or not. Huh. It's a giant waste of money. Um, Three hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah, yeah, but I'm upgrading my video subsystems just so I can do more more stuff with it. Huh. So like this is like this is like one of those Brio cameras, 4K. Okay. Yeah, but you can see the color balance isn't, doesn't really get great, huh. and, the, and the control software is crap too. Is like it? Logic can't, Tech can't drive write a driver to save their lives. Um, I'm just like all negative. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you sound like a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I just get particularly irritated when, when there's bad driver support for something. Um, and this is a, another microphone. Wow. <laughs> I think, oh, what, no, what is what this? What is this? This is even for me. Omnidirectional lavalier. Oh, there's Japanese on it. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is... Uh, one thing I didn't know about lav mics was that uh, I had gotten a unidirectional one that was also so-so. Yeah. Um, was that uh, those are the mics that have uh, proximity effect. So that's when oh. you get closer to it, it oh, sounds okay. more deeper. Yep. Um, when you're further away, it doesn't. So actually, for if you're micing someone for speech, you actually want an omni. You don't want like a directional. Okay. 
because otherwise, and it also picks up more noise. So, like, I already have a lot of the parts for this complete rig, so I got this to um, to test it. Huh. But this was like eighty dollars. So, no, uh, oh, the front side. So this will work wow. with the body pack I have here, which I'm using on this. Yep. And wow. But it's a real little tiny, tiny one. So you can, if you see it, the end of it, it's like, you see the end there? It's just this flat thing. That's the mic? That's the mic. Wow. And you, there's like, you can get a little thing wow. that you sew to your clothing or just patch it in there. So it's huh. apparently supposed to be a pretty good one. Like the, the next step up is like you're at $300. Right, course. Right. But like it's sort of affordable uh, lav mics. I thought I would huh. give this a try because I think I'm using this. So headboard. this will replace the headphone one that you're using. Yeah, I'm hoping it. I'm hoping it will be um, easier because like I don't like having this thing in front of my face. Right. It's but it sounds clearer than the other right. other uh, lav I was using. And if anything, like it gives me another mic to use. Like if we have to do stuff, is this part of the educational process? <laughs> but you know, it occurs to me that I have an awful lot of microphones for someone who doesn't do this for a living. <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, I guess this is this is kind of my marketing slash hobby thing, right? You know, so like just figuring out how to do media like this, uh, so we can do these podcasts, and uh, I guess I would frame it as a way of just bringing people into our world yep. and sharing our world with the world. Yep, and uh, it all somehow works together. Yep. No, yeah, that's, I that's, think it's good. I think the one we reasoning. did, we did a podcast that's going to go live, I think, next week, yeah, where we interviewed yeah. uh, another photographer, and we had your little field kit thing, and yeah, I think yeah. worked really well. Yeah. So that I think that's going up next Thursday, and that was with photographer Jane Button, so that'll be... Oh, no, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice to get uh, some more people on the show. I still want to try that round the table thing. Yes, like it's... Yep. Like, just get four or five people, and we'll grab some pizza, and we'll try to figure out how to set a mic up in the... I don't even know, like... Yeah. And just get a bunch of people, you know, like do an hour or something of people right, just right. Un, unfiltered, unedited, just yeah. let them talk and we could, t- you know, try to, I don't know. You want to try it out, like, uh, figure out, let's figure out what the location would be. So right. where would, where would we do it? We, we do could, it at someone's house or? We could do it at the studio. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of ambient noise in the studio. There is. If we did it when it gets warmer, we wouldn't have to worry about like the heater. Oh, right. Um, okay. But I don't know. I mean, that yeah. would be a good, cause it's, you know. It's a generic central point. Right, right. You have to infringe on somebody's house or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, How many people can we get to test? Let's you do a test run for this. So yeah. if, we, if you get the table set up, then we can figure out what gear they can bring over. Yeah. And uh, it could just be the field recorder. And we have a couple of mics. We have that in the middle, and we have a couple of extra mics that... Even if we had, like, about. a stand with, like, the field on top pointed up and then just a couple of mics like goosenecked off it just to you know like yeah. get i don't know we don't want to be sitting pretty close to it though right you know so if you want like you know all right yeah. good audio but uh, you know we might be able to post process it or we could like, just take some c like could you take c stands and then just suspend them up and over yeah i don't know if i have mics good enough for it though. oh so okay. you know who we can we should ask dan young to um, okay for to help in okay. fact uh, the this might be the sort of thing that uh, the local uh, cable access channel would like you be oh, supportive right. of, right? And so, like, yeah, we should we should also just get him on the show too, yeah. Uh, or we can be going his show. I know. I want to dig like into that. his um, Dan Young is his a photography past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, like, and he he's been post always posts interesting things yep. on his website or on on his Facebook feed. Yep. But uh, Dan Young is he's he works for the local um, community, cable, access. community access. Uh, cable station 
and uh, he does a couple of shows on that and produces a few other ones. He's won a couple of like local awards too, right? For oh, his, really? His yeah. Garage X. Yes, um, yes, things. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, and he's told us in the past before that if you wanted to do something and you wanted to borrow gear, yep. you know, so we could go and oh. maybe get some stuff over there and set it up. And yeah, run it by him things. and figure out like what he yeah, would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can get him on the, he's in the chat room too. So That's right. You can get access to that. Come on over here, Dan. Yeah. Do an interview. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so let's, what else are we going to We Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about just if to kickstart some of our com- creative community stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so one reason why I want to do it is that I find that when I'm doing it, I tend to be more creative. Yeah. You know, like creativity begets more creativity. Right. Being around more creative people. It just gets your juices flowing. Yeah. And yeah. It, it has been a while since we've been, you know, seeing other people or even ourselves doing these kind of creative gatherings. Yeah. Like the, the idea of having, you were mentioning the going to Groton Mass and yeah. maybe doing like some sort of uh, photo it's, expedition right. thing. Or, yeah. It's it's hard to, like, I, I, I want to do them. In my experience of doing group things in the past, usually what happens I don't know. It's it's hot. like the way I'd want to control it is like leave your ego at the door kind of thing. Yep. And the ones I've gone to in the past, there's always been a few egos that have creeped in, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, it's it's not a meetup for you to talk about how incredible you are. Right, like right. we're just hanging out, and so that would be the only filter I'd want to apply to anything. It's just mm-hmm. like you're checking in, like just leave all that crap outside. I don't want to. Yep. I don't want to deal with that, and I don't want to hear about how incredible you are, what amazing superstar mm-hmm. clients you've worked with. Like we're just here to hang out and, and just all yep. do something cool together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's important to set the tone personally for that. Right, you can't let it just kind of get out of control. Yeah, yep. yeah. One thing I'm doing with uh, this chat room, the virtual co-working chat room I'm running, is that I'm trying to main trying to by example set examples for you know um behavior i suppose it's a good group of people so i haven't had to do it too much yep. but every once in a while you know like i might have to talk to someone like off channel and say like this is um, you know, <laughs> really? you know maybe maybe <laughs> talking about this is not um it's kind of bringing the room down and, you know it's you know there's, and then we, and instead of telling him just a stop says like is there some way that we can like uh redirect it and this, right. this is our interpreting i know you i don't think you mean it this way but you know right and then likewise like in when you're dealing with actual people um being able to set the tone you know, with them yeah yeah the last time i actually ran something that was involving people i didn't know was actually virtually also it was when i was a uh, role playing on wildstar yeah and i was running my first event there i had never run a public event with strangers well, people who were in the community, but you know, I had never been responsible for it. Right. And there were always a few people. <laughs> and the, the thing that brought that down for me and made it stressful were people who kept private messaging me with questions, or they huh. wanted to know if they were doing right, or they were just taking up a lot of my time. Right. And they just weren't participating in it. Huh. Um, and you know, I think the equivalent is if you're running running something like that, like say, say some ego driven person came up. For that, there has to be some way that you maintain a, a kind of distance with them, yeah, and say like, uh, and redirect their attention toward like, okay, this is what I'm trying to do with everybody. This is not just about you, yeah. But right. how can you might say how can we bring this out there, right? Um, and also, it's your thing, you know. So just own it and just kind of project that stoniness, right? Or or an engagement quality, or if they're being an ass about it, just ignore them and just pretend you didn't hear it. And just say like, okay, what are you doing this right, now? Yeah. So, <laughs> a great idea, 
let's talk about it later. But can you help me out with this? Yeah, refocus. That's something focus to do. But I don't know. Focus. That's I'm not really expert at this either. But we'll get better at it as as we have as we do more of these things. Yeah, yeah. So Look at that. another thirty minutes. Another thirty minutes That's out crazy. of the way. I do want to plug real quickly. Sarah up at the New Hampshire Institute of Art. She is uh, coordinating the second storytelling festival. Uh huh. It's going to be Saturday, April seventh. Um, they're doing an open call right now for anybody that wants to share their stories. It's a free event. Nice. I will put a link up to that. Um, last year's went really well. Last year's they had. Uh, NHPR host Virginia Prescott nice. host. I think this year they're going to get Peter Biello, who's also an NHPR host. Um, I think they're going to get him to do it. But it's, yeah, and it's cool. It's like a couple hours, and people just get up. This year there's a theme, and I can't remember what the theme was. I didn't write it down. Um, but uh, I'll post the links up to that. So if any storytellers out there, anything, any kind of story at all, um, they're even trying to figure out like to do like visual stories and stuff like that. Like just oh. you know, just a grand visual scheme of whatever the word you know. Um, but put the link up. So that's gonna be kind of cool. So even if you don't like to get up and tell stories, it's a free event. So consider going. Um, yeah, that's great. I should yeah. try to get out to some of these things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's the is podcast. That it? That's it. Is it? Is it cheese time? Yes, cheese time. Yeah. So here's where we wrap it up right here when this music cue comes up. Oh. Bah. Right there. So right I'm here. photographer Sid Caesar. On Desire Day Say. And we're going to see everybody next time, next week. Well, we're like multiple weeks out now, but yeah. we'll see you next time. All right. Oh, and cut to Stabler. Oh. Sorry. And this is the last time that Elevate Stabler is going to say happy Valentine's Day from all of us here <laughs> at the Unnamed Podcast, including Elliot Stabler. Elliot. They can't see it. <laughs> They're listening to us. I'm going to pop to Elliot Stabler's face. Well, those people, this one person that might be watching is Elliot Stabler's face right there. Guilty of being my Valentine. <laughs>there he is yeah music provided by michael bellar and he has his ensemble go visit him at michaelbellar.com we will see everybody later bye have a good week cheese time cheese